For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey, it's Mark A from The Mark A Show. Would you like to get a copy of my brand new book, Go Trump Yourself, 10 Ways to Live Like Trump in a Joe Biden Economy? Then go to GoTrumpYourself.com right now. That's GoTrumpYourself.com. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marquee Show. Marquee, you are 100% right. When you start playing multiple Kamala clips, I change the station because that's like nails on a chalkboard. Don't start talking like a Republican. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Also, uh, thank you so much for that open mic. If you'd like to send us an open mic message, you can do it. It's really easy to do. Go to any one of our uh, Katriot Radio Network radio stations, download the app that they offer for free in the app stores, and then you can, well, that is if you have cell phone service, which uh, hundreds of thousands of people still, <laughs> still have. So there is a cell phone outage overnight. Started about 4 a.m., AT&T customers, about 70,000 to 100,000 were the most widely affected of some Verizon customers, some T-Mobile customers. Cricket, which I don't know. Do, do people have Cricket? Is that still a thing? Kind of. I guess so. Uh, cricket, cricket wireless customers also were negatively affected by the uh, by the cell phone outage. And so, <laughs> so uh, if you don't have the cell phone service, it may actually affect your ability to download mobile apps. Unless you're on Wi-Fi. If you're on Wi-Fi, it's totally okay. This is the cell phone network. The Wi-Fi is supposedly still working, and that's what AT&T is suggesting its customers do. Hey, AT&T customers, why don't you use the Wi-Fi calling? Hannah is an AT&T customer. Yep. And uh, now you've not had cell phone service all morning. Is that right? I have not. Do you still not have cell phone service? Um, where's my phone? I don't know. That's <laughs> Did you just get rid of it? You're like, this thing's pointless. I'm just going to get rid of it altogether. Yeah. So I still have no cell phone service. I do have Wi-Fi. Okay, good. Well, yeah, because well, Wi-Fi is different than your, than your cellular data. Um, but all right, so we're not really sure what happened. They haven't announced why it all went down. They haven't announced why it's going back up or why. If, I mean, not everyone's back up. I know that some customers, well, one right here in the room, still doesn't have the service back. But there's a lot of questions as to why this is happening, how it happened. What is the what is the whole? Is this just some kind of cellular accident or is this some kind of hack attack? Because, you know, the hack attack is um is a very it's a very big deal. A lot of people are worried about hack attacks from China, from Russia, from all sorts. A lot of people are not happy with the United States of America because, you know, the United States of America is sending countless millions of dollars to Ukraine, which makes well, I guess not uh, you know, Vladimir Putin, not very happy. Um, China is very upset because they want Taiwan back and the United States has has vowed to help Taiwan in any way, shape or form that they can. Um, and so that might be an issue. Uh, Laura Loomer, our good friend, she uh, she tweeted out, is America being t attacked by an EMP dry run? 
in the middle of the night last night, there were mass cellular outages reported for users of AT&T, Verizon, Cricket Wireless, Boost Mobile, and others. Why would millions of people's phones give them an SOS message, which prevents someone from making any calls, even a 911, which is odd. It's not just that the cellular service is down, it's that it's on the SOS screen. Is that what's with your phone, Hannah? Yeah, my phone has the SOS. So you couldn't even make a 911 call? No. Yeah, it's this is pretty tragic. <laughs> this sounds like an EMP dry run to me, Laura Loomer writes. I've been saying for a long time, we are going to be attacked. I predict we are attacked by an EMP in the near future. Our infrastructure has been neglected and it's wide open for attacks. Our enemies know this. No wonder why the Obamas recently made this storyline of the Netflix movie they just released called Leave the World Behind, Predictive Programming. And that's something that a lot of people talked about when that movie came out, Leave the World Behind. One of the first things that happened was that the cell phones all stopped working. All the electronics stopped working. The planes were crashing into the beach because they didn't have their electronic device. They were electronic services up. They couldn't get in touch with their loved ones. No, no, the iPads and the iPhones were all dead. Nobody could nobody could could get any information from anywhere. They couldn't communicate with anybody, even in an emergency situation. And now, lo and behold, look what happened in that storyline is now happening today. And I know it's Conspiracy Theory Thursday a little later on today, but this is actually something that could particularly be, like they said, predictive uh, storytelling. The the China balloon, do you remember the China balloon last year that these Chinese balloons were spotted all over? The big one came in right around Montana and hovered around where our where some of our nuclear missile silos were and then hovered around some of our other military bases. And then Joe Biden and his Joe Biden and his brain trust of military awareness, they just let the thing hover around the country. They didn't shoot it down. They didn't take it out of the sky. They didn't intercept it in any way. They didn't try to get it out. They just let it float all the way across the country, all the while people just taking photos of it and cell phone videos of it. The balloon finally floated out into the sea outside of South Carolina, Myrtle Beach. And as soon as it was in international waters, that's when Joe Biden decided to shoot it down. Well, of course, by that time it was too, I mean, it had all the, it had all the data it needed. China um, uh, came clean and said it was one of our balloons. It was the property of a Chinese company. And now you owe us. Uh, Joe Biden decided to give the balloon back to China, which I don't understand that. I don't understand that at all. Um, and now here we go. Months later, we're undergoing this attack. Are they related? Nobody knows. But the conspiracy theorists are going to be out in force. In fact, they already are. They're out in force saying this is not something we don't have. We don't have any information as to why it's happening, which leads us to believe that it could. But if, if we don't know what it is, we don't know what it isn't. And that means that it could potentially be an attack uh, of some kind from someone. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Which, again, you have to think about. These kinds of things never happen under Donald Trump. I don't remember ever waking up one day when Donald Trump was president and not being able to use my cell phone. Unless, of course, I had failed to plug it in and the battery was dead. Nothing you can do about that. that, that you can't blame... You can't blame China or or the president or anything if you just forget to or neglect to plug in your cellular device to let it charge. That doesn't happen. Um, but it, this is something that is this is something that clearly has been going on, and clearly we can blame Joe Biden for again just because you know uh, he's an all around weak leader. He's an, uh, in fact there was a Fox News report yesterday about him climbing up the short stairs to Air Force One. Joe Biden is climbing up the short stairs all the time. He doesn't even use the big stairs, and they won't let him. They won't let him use the big stairs. He's on the he's, he's resigned to the smaller stairs that go up into. I, I don't even know what happens once he gets in, but I have to imagine it's not nearly as grand an entrance as as the usual stairs. 
the big red stairs that they usually take to the top of Air Force One. I imagine you walk in and you're right there in the grand salon area and you're standing there with all of your staff and everything else. The little stairs take you up in somewhere into like the, the cargo hold. And then I guess you have to take an elevator or something up uh, to the to the main section. But he's not only not only is he not using the big stairs, but he's also dressing in orthopedic shoes to walk up these stairs. Recently, the president and the White House have been trying to sort of play off the president's age as an asset and play up his experience. Uh, but when he was boarding Air Force One to head to California at Joint Base Andrews, he had a little bit of a stumble on the stairs, uh, heading up heading up the stairs onto Air Force One, and he was wearing these dress shoes that we haven't seen him in as much recently. They've been putting him in sneakers uh, because we had noticed that every time he's wearing the dress shoes seems to be when he is having issues on the stairs. Okay, so Joe Biden can't walk up the stairs in his dress shoes, in his regular leathers, loafers, whatever he's got on his feet. So they had to put him in sneakers, you know, which is what they do. I mean, and they do that with elderly people. My father, you go to, you go to where he is, you know what everyone's wearing? They're wearing those sandals, mostly, some with socks, some without. I'd rather the socks because old people's feet are not the most attractive. Um, but, you know, and a lot of people are wearing ortho. They look like big kids with huge See, with huge souls and they're walking around because they don't want old people to slip and fall and joe biden is in that category joe biden is just like my father's cohorts at the nursing home they are they're they're worried there's their fall risks you ever go to like the hospital and visit somebody and it says fall risk yeah or they have like a red band on their arm that says fall risk well i imagine joe biden has one of those so they've got to put him in the sneakers and somebody some irresponsible staffer, one of these handlers, some body man or body woman or body they who's supposed to be protecting the president of the United States at all times, forgot to pack the sneakers. They neglect and they and so what happened was Joe Biden had to walk up the short stairs with his loafers on and he almost fell and i guarantee somebody's out of a job uh but he wore those shoes and had a little bit of a stumble going up the stairs so we will be watching to see if he switches out switches back to the brand new black hokas that uh he was spotted wearing in delaware this past weekend guys okay so now so now the brand new <laughs> black hokas is what he's wearing not hookers, hokas is what. Uh, I mean, hokas are nice, but I'm, they're, they're not well, dressy. The guy's got millions and millions of dollars. What are you talking? Of course, he's going to get the nice shoes. Those are one hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> pair of shoes, by the way. Don't be don't be crying for Joe Biden because he has to, he's so old he's got to wear sneakers to walk the stairs. No, he's wearing a hundred and fifty dollars pair of sneakers. But the uh, but the hokas were not were not on hand, and so and this is the news. This and this is the news. Last week the news was about sneakers, but it was Donald Trump's golden sneakers, the Never Surrender high tops, which he unveiled at SneakerCon, which drew nine thousand dollars at at auction, and which sold out in just a couple of hours. The same golden sneakers that were so popular and such a held under such tight watch and secrecy that not even his daughter-in-law Laura Trump knew about them nor was she able to procure a pair for herself and now we're talking about sneakers again but this time we're talking about black hokas that somebody left back at the White House and so Joe Biden had to walk up the stairs in his dress shoes and he almost busted his butt I've never been part of a of a of a political cycle like this an election cycle where the the footwear either being sold by a candidate or the footwear that a candidate is or is not wearing has been such a crucial part of the race 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Annie, you got a question. Great news. What? 
My phone's back. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it just came back. Just now? Yeah. Fantastic. That's great news. All right, so if Hannah's phone is back, then maybe the entire country is coming back to normal. Um, you're off of SOS screen. Yeah, off of SOS. There's there's three bars. Can you dial 911? I don't think I should try You it. should try it just to make sure. Just dial and say, hey, just check in to make sure you're still there. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. You sure? All right, give me uh, your phone. I'll do it. No, All right, it's well, still from my phone. I just want to know if, if there's an emergency, I want to make sure that you're able to get the authorities here. and And rapid response. I guess we'll just wait. Okay. 855 uh, <laughs> mark is our number. All right, so the Chinese um, EMP attack may be coming to an end. Uh, we'll keep you po we'll keep you posted though because you never like last week my power went out and then it came back on but then it went out again so hopefully hopefully we're not in that kind of situation eight five five nine four zero mark is our number eight five five nine four zero six two seven five speaking of sneakers yesterday I don't know if you uh, I don't know if you you uh, missed the show or if you heard the show or whatever but we were able to in rapid I mean it really in, in a in a rapid form in a a very short period of time raise a whole bunch of money for K's kids. And the uh, the final tally was $11,000 that we raised by auctioning off, in the end, not one but two pairs of our K's Kicks sneakers. And it was fantastic. We had we had two people call in. They were both betting exorbitant amounts of money, or bidding rather, exorbitant amounts of money. So we decided, hey, you know what? We'll just we'll have Hannah knock out an, a second pair of sneakers. They both agreed, and they're both going to get a pair uh, in exchange for $5,500 each. So. That was phenomenal. We do have, uh, I've noticed, um, we do have video and stuff. We're going to put it together. If you watch our Newsmax show this weekend, you'll be able to see the entire story. We've outlined the whole thing. But it was, uh, it was really, it was really fantastic. And I'm still, even today, I woke up and I was online and people were chit-chatting and they were just flabbergasted. I was too. We were shocked at the time it happened. And and by the end of the day, not only had we not only had we gotten the donations made, but we had the money was collected and Dreams Come True was writing me and they're already planning fantastic things for the money for the K's kids. So it was really an inspiring day uh, yesterday. And we thank everybody who's been involved with that. Um, and we thank, of course, the two people who made those bids. We're going to get that. Now, Hannah, remind me when we send out the shoes, I want to do a nice little handwritten note. Ooh. And I want to see if we can find, we need to find like uh, fancy black shoe boxes or something on like, go to Amazon, see if we can find like some, you know, you know, like shoe boxes. Yeah. But, but not, not, are you seeing not cardboard? Well, I mean, they can be but like a nice hard cardboard or something, something that's collectible, yeah, yeah, yeah. something that looks as elegant like as matte the shoes. Matte black. Matte black is exactly what we're okay, looking for. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Or Mark Black, if they have that, that'd be even better. <laughs> Um, and the then most we'll, opposite of we'll wrap them up, you know, we'll put them nicely, a little, make it look really luxurious because not only do they pay a premium for these shoes, but they're, they're yeah. golden. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Incidentally, uh, we got a bunch of other stuff we got to chit chat about today. CPAC is going on live right now. And Byron Donalds, a resident of Florida and a congressman uh, from Florida and potential vice presidential running mate for Donald Trump. He was speaking earlier today. We'll play a couple of clips of that. They've got speakers throughout the day. Uh, it is Thursday, which means we've got What the Bleep coming up in about an hour. And later on today, Conspiracy Theory Thursday, the actual Conspiracy Theory Thursday uh, will be coming up yeah, about like 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central Time for any and all of you who have your conspiracy theories ready to go. Uh, we'll be doing that today, uh, later on. 855-940-MARK. Don't go anywhere, folks. More Mark K Show is coming up right after this. <laughs> This is 
the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. Uh, we really uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, we have a little bit of a situation here in the studio, by the way. There was, uh, there was some kind of bizarre smell that permeated the building. And Hannah was able to expertly decipher it immediately um, as marijuana smoke. Is that what it was? I mean, it didn't take a genius to figure it out. It didn't take a genius? All right. But you like you walked out and you were like, whoa, I know that smell immediately. I mean, I went to a public school and public college. I so, mean, I... Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew. No, I know exactly where you went to college. So I'm not I'm not surprised. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying, yes. Thank God you're here. I lived here. in a dorm. So what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason, and we're not really 100% certain why, and we don't know if it's... It could be directly... Uh, it could be a, a direct um, effect of the cell phone outage, maybe. Um, they were like bored, but <laughs> just like, well, might as well. Maybe the maybe the AT and T people are smoking weed. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but oh, for for hours now, the entire hallway here at our building has smelled like marijuana smoke. And did you see like aggressively, like aggressive marijuana smoke? What? Let me ask you a question. Do you know the uh, varietal or the strain? Isn't that what the kids call it? No. Was it medicinal marijuana? How would I know? I don't know. You knew it was marijuana almost immediately. I mean, I didn't think a skunk got into our building. No, yeah, God, no. Uh, anyway, so hopefully we'll, so we're going to maybe, we're going to have to maybe crack a window or something like that and figure out, I mean, there should be some kind of investigation into that too. I don't know, at a workplace, we should have that kind of stuff. Yeah. 855-940-MARK <laughs> is our number, 855-940-6275. Oh, speaking of drugs, remind <laughs> me to tell you about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Uh that always, whenever okay. whenever we talk about drugs, that always sparks my memory. And the State of the Union address, because that is that is the next big thing that will either save Joe Biden's campaign or bury Joe Biden's campaign. We'll get to that here in just a bit. Don't go anywhere, folks. More Mark K Show is coming up right after this. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Marquee Show. By the way, there's a, there's a cat fight going on between Carrie Lake and Megan McCain, uh, two of Arizona's most prominent, well, okay, one of Arizona's most prominent Republicans, and Megan McCain. Uh, we'll maybe bring you the details. Though. We got to edit it. Megan McCain's going full Karen on Carrie Lake, though. It's really, it's really kind of interesting and fun to watch. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Also, there's a real, there's a real problem now with Joe Biden's campaign. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, it's Joe Biden, but there's a lot of big problems with it, and a lot of Democrats are are coming out saying, "Look, it's 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 time. We got to get serious about uh, about Joe Biden. We got to get serious about reelecting Joe Biden." And one of the people who is most adamant about supporting Joe Biden and bringing Democrats together to support Joe Biden is the other. Brain, the uh, brainiac of the Democrat Party, John Fetterman. We all have to lean in on that. And we also have to start having you know, all kinds of Democrats criticizing the president, too, publicly. I, I don't understand why. I, I don't know what's in it for you to do that, whether you're just chasing clout 
or you want to make it in the news or anything like that. But if you're not willing to just support the president now and say these kinds of things, you might as well just get your MAGA hat because you now yeah. are helping Trump at this. That was him on Morning Joe with uh, Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski. And John Fetterman said, if you don't support the president of the United States or if you question him, then you might as well just get your MAGA hat on. But if you're not willing to just support the president now and say these kinds of things, you might as well just get your MAGA hat because you now yeah. are helping Trump at this. All right. So anyone who criticizes Joe Biden, whether it's whether it's, you know, relatively warranted or not, whether it's based on the DOJ report, for example, the Department of Justice run by Merrick Garland, an appointee of Joe Biden, announced that Joe Biden is a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory that we all know. Um, according to John Fetterman, the, the, the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland are now just MAGA extremists. And they are MAGA extremists because they don't just blindly support Joe Biden. They are actually bringing attention to things that could be detrimental to the United States of America. This is, this is the double standard, again, that exists in the Democrat Party. When somebody attacks Donald Trump, for example, like Nikki Haley or Chuck Schumer, I'm sorry, uh, Mitch McConnell or yeah, who else is there? I mean, there's tons of them on the right. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of never Trump advocates on the right who are attacking Donald Trump and supporting Nikki Haley and questioning Donald Trump and yada, yada, yada. The Democrats love that. They have no problem with it. In fact, they'll help finance it. But if somebody comes after Joe Biden, they are a dangerous extreme and they might as well throw in with the other side. And this is how the Democrats actually have survived and thrived as long as they have by having this all or nothing mentality. It doesn't matter, John Fetterman wants you to know, Democrats, what you think of Joe Biden. Maybe you think that Joe Biden is too old to be president. Joan, Shengang, Shenga, Kawawa. I think I pronounced it correctly. Maybe you think that Joe Biden is too racist to be president. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Maybe you think that Joe Biden's just too mixed up in the head to be president. I'll either be rolling egg or you know, being the, the good, you know, the guy who's pushing him out. Maybe you think he's too sexually inappropriate to be president. Gay, gay, gay bathhouses and everybody. It's all about round-the-clock sex. It's all. Come on, man. It doesn't matter what you think about Joe Biden. If you're a Democrat, you have to support him. You have to vote for him. You have to get behind him. Or just put on your MAGA hat. Because it's it. That's it. You're either with us or you're against us. And if you don't support Joe Biden, uh, you might as well be out there chanting USA, USA at a Trump rally and saying, lock her up, lock her up. Because that's, that's uh, what uh, John Fetterman thinks of you. And, you know, he's not too far off. I'm going to be honest with you. I would like to see more of that in the Republican Party. Where is the Republican John Fetterman who's going to come forward and say, Nikki Haley, uh, Karl Rove, half of the U.S. Senate, uh, most of the reporters on, on conservative news outlets, you folks need to either get behind Donald Trump or go get your jackass shirts on. Sorry, what is it? The uh, donkey? What is it? Jackass donkey? It's a jackass, right? Yeah, I yeah. heard it called that. Yeah, well, it was, uh, Andrew Jackson mm -hmm. was the one. That's why it's the jackass for Andrew Jackson. So get your jackass hats on and walk around saying Biden Harris 2024. Biden Harris, that's the way to go. If you're not going to support Joe, uh, Donald Trump, if you're going to if you're going to pretend like Nikki Haley continues to have a shot at this nomination, which she does not. And Saturday, we're going to see it's something I, I never thought I'd see. We're going to witness the public just pummeling of a female candidate for president literal i'm not literally figuratively of course <laughs> but she's going to be she's going to be destroyed she lost nevada to none of these candidates
literally none of these candidates was the choice. It was either Nikki Haley or eh, I just nobody. And nobody won. Now in South Carolina, it's going to be Nikki Haley, former South Carolina governor, go woman, resident of South Carolina. A, a for Up until this point, a very popular and prominent person in South Carolina politics. It's going to be her or Donald Trump, and Donald Trump's going to wipe the floor with her. And apparently she's not going to go anywhere. Apparently she's going to continue fighting on through March the 5th. And Super Tuesday, Super Tuesday, you'd think, would be a day that everyone can just go and vote for whoever's left on the ballot, which should be Donald Trump. But no, Nikki Haley's not giving up. And that, to me, shows that she is not with us. She's against us. And everybody who shows up at a rally saying, picky Nikki or pick Nikki or whatever it is, is not with us. They're against us. And anyone who continues to funnel money into her campaign, which is mostly Democrats, not with us, but against us. And John Fetterman's right. The way that if your candidate is Joe Biden, if that's who you if you've decided on Joe Biden, if you looked around and said, Kamala, no way. Gavin Newsom, that guy's a communist. I guess Joe Biden's the best we have. If you've as a party decided that Joe Biden is your guy, you should then get behind your guy and push him through. And everybody should rally their support. I feel the same way on the right. It's not happening. So in a way, I feel John, in a way I feel a lot like John Fetterman, which is something I never thought I'd say. You might as well just get your MAGA hat because you now yeah. are helping Trump at this. Yeah, and it, and I'm the same way. If you don't help Donald Trump, if you don't support Donald Trump, if you don't support the Republican candidate, then you might as well get your jackass hat on uh, because wow. I'm just going to start saying hi, good night, everybody. Hi, good night, everybody. Because John Fetterman and I are on the same wavelength. I'm just going to be like, hi, good night, everybody. Welcome to the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Now at CPAC, Byron Donalds, who's from Florida and a big Trump supporter, and a lot of folks think maybe on the short list for vice president, uh, was speaking earlier today, and he talked about Joe Biden being the candidate and said Joe Biden has a decision to make. Joe Biden has a decision to make. Decide, Mr. President, do you want to close Mount Rushmore so the southern border can be open? Do you, Joe Biden, want to tell the last remaining of our World War II vets that they cannot see the World War II memorial on the National Mall so we can have military-aged men from China and the Middle East come into our country illegally? Decide, Joe Biden, which country matters more to you, the border of the United States or the border of Ukraine? That's right, Byron Donalds. That's right, you tell him. Byron Donalds getting the crowd all stirred up, and he was one of the first speakers, good opening act. You're going to have tons of Donald Trump speaking, uh, I believe, on Saturday, probably probably during the Mark K show on Newsmax TV, which is the way it always <laughs> <laughs> the way it always happens to work out, but that's okay. It's an important election year. We are willing to cede the time to the man who must be uh, returned to the White House. 855-940-MARK is our number. But this is, this is where we are today. This is what's happening. This is what's going on. You're starting to see the, the, the candidates start to take shape. And Joe Biden is in no position to be the candidate for president for the Democrat Party, but the Democrat Party is in no position to have anyone else as a candidate. Everybody thinks that Donald Trump's in trouble. Everyone thinks that the GOP is just off the rails. Everyone thinks there's this deep divide. Everyone thinks that it's dire straits. There's no way Donald Trump can win. Joe Biden is the only person in the entire Democrat Party qualified 
to run for president. And as a result, they've got to try to do everything they can to get him over the board. They've got to have the view saying we don't need him to debate because we don't want to legitimize Donald Trump. You've got you've got John Fetterman telling everybody if you don't just blindly support this old man, then you might as well just get your MAGA hat. And we've got his handlers running around throwing black sneakers on him, hoping we won't realize that he's not wearing his dress shoes because if he does, he's going to slip and fall and bust his butt while walking up the stairs to Air Force One. And these are the little stairs. It's not even it's the little stairs. The next thing they're going to do, you know, they're just going to roll that baggage handling conveyor belt that you watch when you're know in the, exactly what you're talking they drive that thing up and then and the bags just roll up the plane that's the next thing they're gonna have to do they're gonna throw joe biden on that thing and he's gonna have to ride up into the fuselage because <laughs> he keeps tripping and and they can't keep track of his sneakers it's really bizarre but that's their chosen candidate and so they're they're utilizing everything they can to try to save their campaign coming up just after super tuesday on Thursday, March the 7th, is the State of the Union Address. If you can believe it. If you can believe it. The State of the Union Address, about a 90, usually it's about a 90-minute speech, somewhere between 60 minutes and 90 minutes. I think Donald Trump went long a couple times. I know Barack Obama did. Um, but it's a 90-minute speech where the President of the United States is invited, and Speaker Johnson formally invited Joe Biden, to come and address both houses of Congress and give the State of the Union. And the Democrat Party has decided that Joe Biden is going to use the State of the Union address to reset his entire campaign. The, March 7th, that's not that far from now. It's 20, what, the 22nd? He's got eight, there's like 15 days, he's got two weeks. Two weeks to put together a State of the Union address that has small words that Joe Biden can pronounce, names that aren't that difficult, uh, no multi-syllabic words that Joe Biden's going to trip over. We need to make sure that it's something he can do, and he's got to have the stamina to withstand a 90-minute speech. Fox News reports officials close to President Biden believe the upcoming State of the Union address could be an opportunity to reset or neutralize public perceptions about his age and memory before the November election. According to the Monday report from Axios, Biden's allies plan to spend hours on the text of his speech, as well as the president's physical preparation to turn the primetime address into a campaign victory. I'm, I don't know this for sure because I'm not a Washington, D.C. insider. I've never worked in the cockles of the White House or for a communications department. I've never been asked to prepare a candidate for a State of the Union address. But I have to imagine this may be one of the only times when the President of the United States had to not only prepare and plan and practice their speech, but also maybe do some, you know, physical therapy to make sure that they were able to remain upright. Do, you know, maybe they, were, they need to do some, some laps in the pool or, or what's the water gymnastics? What is it that they, they do in the- in that water, water aerobics. Water aerobics, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah water <laughs> gymnastics, is, he'd never be able to do that. Water aerobics, <laughs> maybe they've got him in the White House pool doing water aerobics for the next two weeks so that he'll have the, the, the muscle memory and he'll have the ability to stand up and deliver this speech for 90 minutes. I don't know, I, I believe that's what they're doing. At least that's what's uh, going on according to one of the allies. Everyone around him is well aware, well aware, they said, of the need to jack this campaign up. 
the only way to deal with the negative aftershocks of the special counsel's report criticizing Biden's memory is for the president to be out there, to be visible, to be strong of presence and strong of voice. Biden is allegedly considering an executive order that could have a drastic impact on the flow of migrants crossing the U.S.-Mexico border. Sources suggest that the president could take action two weeks before the State of the Union address, which would be now, allowing him to claim action over the crisis after Republicans mobilized to block a bipartisan border package. So here's the plan. Just so you know, this is how bad it is for the Democrat Party. Their plan is to take their 81-year-old candidate who has trouble walking, who has trouble climbing stairs, who has trouble speaking, who has trouble remembering names and places and things in his life, uh, doesn't remember when he was actually vice president, has trouble remembering when his son died, all these important life events that one would think would be ingrained in your memory. He has trouble with all of that. Not only, not only is that a problem for him, but his own Department of Justice said that he is suffering from memory loss. He's a well-meaning guy, elderly man with a poor memory. That is a state official who is claiming that in a written legal document. And so now the Democrats are saying, okay, here's our plan. That border mess that Joe Biden created when he undid 91 executive orders shortly after taking office, we're going to sign one big executive order to fix it. And then we're going to take credit for fixing the mess that we made. It's like, it's like when I spill something on the carpet and then try to, try to get credit for my wife for cleaning it up. Look, I got that stain out. Great, you're the one that spilled the wine in the first place, you drunk. Now you've got Joe Biden and the Democrat Party working around the clock, freaking out in a frenzy to get a speech that is golden that this guy can actually deliver. They've got to make sure that he's physically up to the task. And oh yes, he's got to try to figure out a way to convince Americans that the executive order he's about to sign to, to stop the flow of illegals at the border is actually something that is not just undoing what he did three years ago. I would hate, hate to be a Democrat right now or actually any other time in the history of the world. 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. Listen, we got to take a quick break. We'll grab some of your phone calls here in just a minute. Oh, also, Hannah, don't let me forget to tell you that Google okay. is racist. <laughs> okay. Okay, remember, Google is racist. Yeah. All right, we've got that. We've got uh, Conspiracy Theory Thursday. We've got What the Bleep. We've got so much more going on. 855-940-MARK. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. <laughs> Show. My name is Mark K. 855 mark is our number. We have someone named Human Shadow on the line, but I, I hope it... Human Shadow, are you calling for Conspiracy Theory Thursday? Because that's not for another hour and a half. No, uh, sir. I was calling to correct you uh, when you were speaking about an electromagnetic pulse yeah. taking out cell phone system. Electromagnetic pulses take out power grids. Yeah. They don't fuck on, like, uh, phone services or okay, hold on. One, or, okay, hold on one second. First of all, we can't... We don't want to have that kind of language. We got that? We're good? Okay, good thing. <laughs> Waited 30 minutes just to just I thought to get he done. said touch. I thought he said something else. Oh, okay. Well, just to be sure, we'll just, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to be sure, we'll get rid of it. No, I appreciate We We said it was an EMP test run, and it wasn't us. It was Laura Loomer. Uh, but we appreciate your, uh, we appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> remind me, remind me in the future, unless it's Conspiracy Theory Thursday, not to answer phone calls from people who, Use code names. Yeah. 855-940-MARK gotcha. <laughs> is our number. Randy's in Dayton, Ohio. Hi, Randy. How are you? 
I'm fine, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, excellent. Uh, Randy, real quick, what's on your mind, sir? What do you want to say? How about all of us Trump supporters set up a GoFundMe account for Donald Trump, and if 30 million of us gave $10, we'd have $300 million to give him. Yeah. Three million people times 100 would be 300 million. We could help him pay his uh, debt down. Yeah, there is, there is uh there is that although again, GoFundMe is not the place you want to use because GoFundMe is the same organization that will shut down any and all non-woke um transactions. So I would say give get was it give go send? Send give go. What is the other one? Something like that. Anyway, uh, oh, speaking of which, by the speaking of woke, Google Google is not only woke, but they've created a racist AI image generator, uh, which is, it's pretty amazing, actually. We'll tell you that story here in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. More Mark K Show next. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name's Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Lisa's in St. Augustine. Real quick, she want to mention something about Joe Biden and the Democrats and why they're propping Joe Biden up for yet another run at the presidency. What's up, Lisa? How are you? Hey, I'm good, Mark. How you doing? Oh, doing great. What's on your mind, Lisa? What'd you want to say? Uh, yeah, just had a few comments and then follow up with a question for you. Um, we all know who's running things, Obama. And Biden was a disaster in 2020. And I think, you know, they have all kinds of criminal stuff on him. So they're able to make him do whatever they want and whatever they say. And that's why nobody in their right mind would be voting for him right now. And they're still running him. A donkey could win this because I think they're going to cheat. But maybe they're grooming um, Gavin Newsom, I don't know, maybe they're making him let Obama and whoever else control mm -hmm. him also. But, I mean, my question to you is, um, I mean, Trump won by a landslide, I think, in 2020. I think he would win better than Reagan in 2024. And they're already cheating with the House and Senate to bribe those people, so he won't even get that if he does get in. And my question to you is, don't you think that they got some huge plan that they don't even care who they run uh that like ai or a, a disease or something where they're sure they're going to win and we will have like no control of it no matter what we do well it's, i mean it's it's true that they don't care it's true that they don't care who they run because whoever they run isn't going to be in control just like joe biden's not in control right now um but the fact of the matter is they need somebody that they can they need one of their own to be president of the united states the reason why pete Buttigieg or bernie sanders are not the president right now even though they had the early wins and you remember joe biden didn't come in to prominence he didn't get anywhere near the presidency until james clyburn swept in in south carolina and uh did whatever he could to get the uh to get the, the deed done it was pete Buttigieg and bernie sanders who were right were getting all the early delegates and uh and that's why they, they pushed to make South Carolina the first primary state this year for the Democrat Party because they didn't want Joe Biden to look like he was coming from behind again, even though he's not even really running against anyone of significance. Um, so they don't care who it is as long as it's one of the insiders. They have a lot of secrets. There's a lot of there's a lot of behaviors. There's probably some potential corruption and or maybe even criminal acts that they're trying to cover up. I mean, remember, it's not just Barack Obama and Joe Biden. It's eight years of the Clintons. 
and plenty of years before that, it's the Pelosi's. There's a whole, there's a whole, and then there's the people that aren't even elected officials like Susan Rice. The, uh, the amount of individuals who are involved in some kind of backroom shenanigans and potential corruption, uh, I mean, it's exorbitant. And as soon as an outsider comes into the White House, it's all, it's all over for all of them. The entire deep state goes down. In fact, when Donald Trump won the first time, that's why everybody was flipping out. That's why the impeachments happened so quickly, so rapidly. That's why they were so determined to do whatever it took to impeach Donald Trump. They, they thought Donald Trump was going to blow the lid off their organization from the get-go. So they needed to cut him off at the pass. And the impeachment impeded his investigations. And had he won the second term right out, I'm sure the entire four years would have been spent dismantling the deep state, but that didn't happen. So now he's coming back and they're fighting harder because they know this time around they've poked the beast. So if he comes back, the first thing, he's not the last thing, the first thing, well, okay, the first thing we know he's going to do is shut down the border and deport all the illegals. Then he's going to drill baby drill, but he's, he's going to march right over to the DOJ or rather summon them to his office and say, go get him. And them is the Bidens, the Obamas, the Clintons, the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, all of them. Everybody involved in this Democrat plan to use power and prestige to garner a financial gain and, and take over the country and, submit and, uh, and uh, suppress the will of the people. So, yes, I believe that that is one of the reasons why they're propping up Joe Biden. But it's not that they have something on him. It's that they all have something on each other. So they've got to make sure one of them is in power uh, to protect all the rest of them who aren't. 855-940-MARK is our great, great, great question. Great point, by the way, Lisa. Uh, we appreciate it. Speaking of AI, which she mentioned, man, there's this big story about Google. Google created a, a chat bot called Gemini. And is it Gemini? Yeah, Gemini. Uh, and Gemini is, you know, like most chatbots, it's it's artificial intelligence and it does this, that, and the other. And it can you can write a prompt and have it deliver to you an entire novel. You can write a prompt, have it deliver to you, I don't know, a, a list of things. We've used various different AI on our show here, you know, from time to time. Uh, sometimes we use it to help us write headlines or jokes for one of our segments. We oftentimes use it for the uh, <laughs> the Mega Match game, which is very funny. Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, and like Donald Trump that we use, fun fact, it's AI, right? Yes, I am. There you go. Um, but this Gemini AI is unlike any AI we've ever seen before because, and this is according to the New York Post, it is, quote, absurdly woke, Absurdly woke. Google's AI chatbot spits out diverse images of founding fathers, popes, and Vikings. Over the past few days, people have been realizing that when they've gone to the AI to search an image, because image creation is a very important part of what AI does now. You can create images with just a couple of you know uh, directives, and the images pop up. You can vary them. You can make them very specific. You can use them in printing and publishing and online, and there's no copyright infringement or anything like that. Well, Google's highly touted AI chatbot Gemini was blasted as woke after its image generator spit out factually or historically inaccurate pictures, including a woman as Pope. A woman as Pope. Now, this is interesting because, again, as I understand AI to work, and I have a, I have a very brief understanding of AI, as I understand AI to work, AI is fed a bunch of information, historical information, books and magazine articles and movies, and it just creates this massive wealth of information. So when you type in a prompt, like show me a picture of the Pope, it spits out an image of what it believes is the Pope. 
So it's weird that it would spit out a picture of a female pope because there's never been one. So where is it getting this information? It's not necessarily just being fed facts and documentation and photos and images and historical data for reference. It's now obviously being programmed by some kind of woke entity or individuals or committee or group of people that want it to create images that have never existed and may not exist, but are more in line with the DE&I initiatives that are running rampant, uh, that are run, running uh, rampant throughout our, our, cultural, um, our cultural society. Uh, not only that, there were black Vikings. Black Vikings. Now, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know a lot about Viking culture, but I know where the Vikings come from. And the Vikings come from probably the whitest part of the entire world. Norway, Finland, Sweden. I mean, they, when you're looking at the Nordic culture... It's nothing but blonde hair, blue eyes, and even paler skin than mine, which is tough to come by. But they were making, but this AI chatbot was making black Viking photos, female NHL players, and diverse versions of America's founding fathers, uh, which I credit Hamilton for, though, too, because, like, you know, that's Lin Manuel, uh, what's his name, Miranda, yeah. was Hamilton. And I think he kind of, he knocked down that fourth wall. But I think we also have a pretty decent idea of what the founding fathers look. We have a lot of paintings. You know, no photographs, but lots of paintings of yeah. George Washington and whatnot. Uh, Gemini's bizarre results came after simple prompts, including one by the, the uh, New York Post on Wednesday that asked the software to create an image of a pope. Instead of yielding a photo of one of the 266 pontiffs throughout history, all of them white men, Gemini provided pictures of a Southeast Asian woman and a black man wearing holy vestments. Another post query for representative images of the founding fathers in 1789, fairly specific, uh, was also far from reality. Gemini responded with images of black and Native American individuals singing, I'm sorry, signing what appeared to be a version of the U.S. Constitution featuring diverse individuals enjoying, embodying the spirit of the founding fathers. And they posted these photos. And they're good photos, but clearly not any kind of an accurate representation of what Gemini was supposed to create. Well, the I'll be honest with you, the response has been so negative and Google has been blasted so much so that it is it has decided now to pause, to pause its Gemini software. Uh, it will, I'm sorry, at least not the Gemini software, but the Gemini software image generation. This is from Reuters. Google to pause Gemini AI models image generation of people due to inaccuracies. Google is pausing its AI tool that creates images of people following inaccuracies in some historical depictions generated by the model. The latest hiccup in the Alphabet-owned company's effort to catch up with rivals OpenAI and Microsoft. Google started offering image generation through its Gemini AI models earlier this month, but over the past few days, some users on social media had flagged that the model returns historical images, which are sometimes inaccurate. One of the Google engineers said, we're aware that Gemini is offering inaccuracies in some historical image generation depictors, depictions. Uh, we will be pausing the program. Uh, historical contexts have more nuance to them, and we will further tune to accommodate that. Do, do historical references have further nuance? I would think that historical references are the least nuanced. That if you're actually referencing history, you have a pretty good idea of what that means.
If you're saying, hey, create the 872nd president of the United States as they may appear in the year 3000 whatever, that's one thing. But to say, show me a pope, uh, that's a totally different story. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Now, I don't know if this is part of that or what, but I got a really interesting email today. And I want to read it to you. It was from the BBC. You know what the BBC is, Hannah? Uh, British whatever. Yeah, the British whatever. That's yeah. exactly right. British uh, news. Yeah, the British. It's the British Broadcasting Corporation okay. company, whatever. Uh, this is from a woman named Mariana. She said, hi, Mark. I work at the BBC in the UK, and I'm working on a documentary about the early stages of the presidential campaign. We've just come back from filming in Iowa, D.C., and Georgia, talking a lot uh, to great Trump supporters. Our program is going to be called Trump the Sequel, with a question mark, and we've been talking to lots of everyday voters, yada, yada, yada. I'm the BBC's social media correspondent, and part of the doc documentary is about how the candidates are being talked about on social media. I came across a couple of your posts from late last year. We're wondering, it, would you be up for having a chat about it in our documentary? Uh, please let me know your availability. So I clicked on the post that they were referencing. You know what it is? What? It's an AI-generated image. Oh, no. Of... <laughs> It was, do you remember when the Black Lives Matter guy in Rhode Island came out for Donald Trump? Yeah. I created an AI image of Donald Trump having a Christmas party with uh, a bunch of African-American voters. And I posted it with a long caption about, you know, the story at hand. And I guess she stumbled upon that and now wants to talk to me about, I don't know, the accuracy or inaccuracy of the photo for her documentary. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm so excited for you. You know what I think I'm going to do? Because it's the BBC. So when I went to London last time, I bought a beanie with the Union Jack on it because I wanted to fit it right in, right? Right, right, right. So if you went, so I bought a beanie with the British flag. I go, this will make me look like one of the, like I'm not an, uh, I don't stick out like a sore thumb. And maybe I'll have a cup of tea as well with me and some crumpets. Like some English bre maybe, breakfast oh, You know what? Maybe I'll just wear a crown. I mm. Like I'm a royal. Do you think you should? I mean, I want I want to fit in. I, I don't want to stand out in this BBC documentary. I want to make the viewers of the BBC documentary on Donald Trump, the sequel. I want them to feel very comfortable and like I can relate to them. Okay. And I'll, I'm going to say things like Pip Pip and Cheerio. Because that's what and they- mate. That's Australia. Oh, do they not? They don't have mates? And I thought they also have them there. In no, they say stuff like bugger off. And they say stuff like, uh, bloody, blimey, yeah, bloody hell. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you get in the lift, ring me on the telly. <laughs> on the yes, mobile, the it's the mobile. The telly's the television. The mobile is the phone. Oh, that's right. You're yeah. right. That, that, that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll have you call me and I'll be like, oh, excuse me, let me silence my mobile. Let me grab my suitcase out of the boot. That was a wicked googly. All those, <laughs> all those things. We'll bring, come up with a list of British, uh, we'll come up British with a list slang. of British slang that I can pepper into this interview. Uh, I'm excited. I'm stoked. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Listen, we got to take a quick break. Uh, we are very close, by the way, to what the bleep, if you'd like to play. Maybe we'll start lining up some contestants for them uh, for that. 855-940-MARK. Go nowhere. We will be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. What's up? Uh, thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We've got What the Bleep coming up in a minute. If you've never played What the Bleep and you'd like to, well, guess what? Now's your, now's your chance. 855-940-MARK is the number to call in. 855-940-6275. In the meantime, we have Randy in California. Randy, hi. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say today, sir? I, I, how you doing, Mark? Oh, hey, I appreciate you taking my call. 
Um, my wife, she sits there and listens to it off and on all day long. And, uh, it's her 50th birthday today. And I just was hoping that you and Hannah and maybe, uh, Aaron would, uh, wish her a happy birthday. Who's Aaron? I mean, Oh, Adam, <laughs> Adam, yeah, excuse me. Adam, Aaron. <laughs> How's up, Aaron, Adam. you know, that, that guy, Sorry, Adam. Adam. that's all right. That's all right. Sorry, you, Adam. What's your wife's name, Randy? Christina. Christina. And she's 50 today. 50 today. Wow. And you say that she listens to the show on and off? Yes, she does. Is she, on, rumble. is she on right now or is she off right now? I believe I believe she is on right oh, now. All right. Well, so, Christina, uh, this is for you. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to yeah. you. Happy birthday, dear Valley. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. That's fantastic. That's yeah. great. Uh, uh, yeah. Ray, that's a big year. Now, what did you do for your wife's 50th birthday? Because, you know, that's a big, I mean, hopefully this isn't it. Hopefully you got something else going on, right? Oh, no. It, it, uh, I can't spoil it too much, oh, but, it uh, yeah. it'll be, it'll be, uh, tonight. Oh, okay. Uh, taking her out to dinner. Okay. I guess that and would make sense. Her a gift. And also we got, we got, uh, this weekend too. With oh, family. Wow. All right, great. Well, then so. have her have her call us on Monday because we want to know how well you treated her on her big monumental occasion. Uh, and happy birthday, Christina and uh, Randy. Thanks so much for calling in. We appreciate. You know that your wife uh, is fifty this year, and I am also turning fifty this year. Mm -hmm. So remind me on my birthday, Hannah, to play "Happy Birthday" from Joe Biden. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Eight five five nine four zero Mark is our number. Eight five. It's a big year for fiftieths. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that weird? Yeah. What birthday? How old are you turning this year? 29. Oh, that's not a big deal. 855-940. Next year, though. Next year. 30. Yeah. 855-940-6275. Listen, we got to take a quick break. We're going to line up some contestants for what the bleep. I'm going to shut my email down, and we will continue with more of the Mark K Show right after this. 855-940-MARK. We're entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Love it! This is the Marquee Show. 855-940-MARK is the number to call. 855-940-6275. If you want to get through and play some What the Bleep, which we're going to, uh, we're lining up here. And fun fact about What the Bleep, we all know. Okay, well, well, Adam and I work on the What the Bleeps every morning, every Thursday morning. And uh, we do it independently. And then we kind of come together and we see if we can scrape together six good What the Bleeps. And today, unbeknownst to us, we both did the two of them, twice. We did two What the Bleeps that were the exact same clip, the exact same person, and the exact same word bleeped out. So we probably should work better so that we're not, you know, wasting our, our time and energy just doing each other's work. But uh, one thing that was exciting is Hannah, who usually, what happens is with the show is, for example, I'll do a what the bleep and I'll go, Hannah. And she'll say, what? And I'll say, listen. And I play it and I wait for a reaction. And if she laughs hysterically, I know it's a good one. If she goes, that's good, I know to dump it because she's just trying to be nice. <laughs> Um, and we do the same thing with all of the comedy. Hannah doesn't really, she doesn't really create the comedic elements. She's more of our sounding board for the comedic elements. I'm support staff. Yeah, you're good. We're, you're like, you're like the focus group. Yeah. You know, same thing with, with Fake News Friday. If I come up with a headline, I'll read it to Hannah to judge her reaction. Um, so anyway, but today I was, I was going through clips and stuff like that. And Hannah goes, wait a minute. What if you bleeped that word? That would sound dirty. And it was the first time really in five years that you'd done that. 
So I just don't think like that. No, well, now you do. It took a while, but we got you there. Uh, we are fully corrupted. 855-940-MARK if you want to play 855-940-6275. Before we get to the game, though, uh, we want to remind you, if you have not yet joined our Catriot Network, I would say that every single day that you're not a member of the Catriot Network is a day that is closer to us losing touch with you because, look, you never know. There's signs every single day that the walls are coming down, caving in, what, closing in. Some, there, there's some expression that I'm messing up. Um, but we want to make sure that we can keep in touch with you. And the best way to do that is for you to join our Catriot network. And it's free. Number one, there's no charge at all. You just go to markk.com, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com. As soon as you join the Catriot network, a couple of things happen. First of all, we email you a copy of our Catriot manifesto, seven ways to stop the lunatic left and have fun doing it, which has been Read by now thousands and thousands of people and is more poignant in 2024 than ever before because this is the year that we can actually stop the lunatic left and also have fun doing it because fun is the most important thing to have in our humble opinions. Uh, also, you'll then get our daily Catriot dispatches, which are daily emails that keep you abreast of what's going on in the show, in the world, what you need to watch out for. There's always special deals and offers. Sometimes we'll have we'll have unique content that goes out only to our our Catriot uh, network members through via the Catriot dispatch. Um, and it's a way that we can always make sure that we we are in touch with you. Because again, look, the radio stations that we're on are fantastic, but we don't own them. And we never know when they're we never know when they're gonna walk in here and say, get the hell out. And I'm shocked it hasn't happened already. Uh we do also the TV, we're on Newsmax TV and we love Newsmax TV, but we're there at their pleasure, not our own. The Catriot Network, however, belongs to the Catriots, and no one can ever take that away from us. So if you love the show, if you love the podcasts, if you love uh, the, our Newsmax program, if you love our social media networks, remember, nobody is safe on social media. You can be demonetized, deplatformed, you can be censored, you can be shut down at any time for any reason. But the Catriot Network is impervious. MarkK.com is where you need to go. Mark K, M-A-R-K. K-A-Y-E.com. Make sure you join today. All right, shall we get to some What the Bleep? Yeah. The Mark K Show presents What the That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for What the Bleep. And the first step in playing What the Bleep is to line up some contestants, which we've done. The second step is to meet them. So let's do that now. The first one uh, looks like it's Roberta in Ohio. Hi, Roberta. How are you? Hi, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing very well, Roberta. What part of Ohio are you in? I'm in Tip City. Oh, fantastic! Great. Well, we're glad that you decided. Yeah. We're glad you decided to join us today for what the bleep. You're going to be playing against Scott in Tulsa, Oklahoma. What's up, Scott? Hey, Mark. Hey, Hannah. How's it going, guys? We're doing swell. Woo. We're doing swell. Scott, say hello to Roberta. She's going to be your competition today at what the bleep. Hi, Hi Roberta. Scott. Good luck to you. Oh, you guys are very cordial. <laughs> You're cordial now. Yeah, let's see how that go let's see how long that lasts. Uh, you guys are playing, by the way, for a Mark K Show prize pack. Whoever gets the most right will win. And the way this game works is we're gonna play you some clips from new it's news clips, things that uh, popular politicians or talking heads have said, maybe even celebrities. And all you have to do is tell us what word we bleeped out. Now, it may sound like a dirty word, but just know it's not. And it's a totally family-friendly game. Uh, even though it doesn't even see, it doesn't sound like that at times. Uh, do you guys have any questions before we begin today? I do not. Okay. Nope. nope. I okay. do not. All right, good. Roberta, uh, we're going to start with you then, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Listen carefully. This is Hakeem Jeffries, the minority leader in the House of Representatives. He was on The View, and he was talking about, I believe, Donald Trump, because that's all that guy ever talks about. Uh, listen <laughs> carefully and tell us what the bleep, Okay. 
Okay. Here we go. Donald Trump views himself as a Putin s dictatorial. Yeah. That was, would you like to hear that one one more time? Yeah, would you please? Yeah, listen carefully. It's right there at the end. It's right there at the end. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Here we go. Donald Trump views himself as a Putin s dictatorial. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Roberta? I'm going to go with leader. Le you're going with leader. A Putin-esque dictatorial <laughs> leader is what you think. I guess. All I'm right. just taking a stab. No, that's that's half the fun of this game. Just taking a wild stab in the dark. Uh, let's take a listen and see. Let's take a listen and see what he said. Donald Trump views himself as a Putin-esque Leader. Dictatorial figure. Yeah. Oh, figure. Uh -huh. It was figure is what it was. Yeah. It yeah. Was, it was, that's a bummer. That's all right. No points awarded there, but that's okay. It was just the first one. Where this game as it Look, Scott's probably going to screw up this one and you'll be tied. <laughs> Mark. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying. Are you ready, Scott, for your first one? Yes, sir. All right. Listen carefully. This is Stephen Colbert. You know who Stephen Colbert is? Unfortunately. Yeah, Stephen Colbert <laughs> on uh, The Late Show or The Late Late Show or whichever one it is, he um he went off on a tirade, man. This was right after the Donald Trump verdict on Friday. He just lost his cool. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. And I would like to point out that in all seven of his cases, no one, no one doubts that he did these things. We're just sitting around patiently waiting to find out if the wheels of justice will grind fast enough for there to be any consequences. And the media is covering it like it's any other political story. Like it's all horse Oh, oh that was, that was. I was wondering when he was getting there. Oh, you want to hear it one more time, Scott? Yeah, let me hear it one more time. Yeah, stuff. because again, when he gets angry, he just speeds up really fast. Here it is. And I would like to point out that in all seven of his cases, no one, no one doubts that he did these things. We're just sitting around patiently waiting to find out if the wheels of justice will grind fast enough for there to be any consequences. And the media is covering it like it's any other political story. Like it's all horse What do you think? <laughs> Scott, you there? Yeah, I'm... <laughs> trying to think contextually. Yeah. Well, think contextually a little bit faster. Five seconds. Four. I'm in Oklahoma. We think slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Three, two. Game. Game. Like a, like a horse game. Yeah. All right, let's take a listen and see. Yep. And I would like to point out that in all seven of his cases, no one, no one doubts that he did these things. We're just sitting around patiently waiting to find out if the wheels of justice will grind fast enough for there to be any consequences. And the media is covering it like it's any other political story. Like it's all a horse race. Like it's all a horse race. Mm. Which is kind of like a game for horses. Like who can run the fastest? Yeah, half a point. I'll yeah. take it. No, we're not going <laughs> to... So we're not gonna. We're not gonna give you half. We don't give you half. Scott. Yeah, that was a very nice try. All right, Roberta, are you ready for your next one? I am. This is Vivek Ramaswamy, who was on the Benny Show yesterday. They did like a live Benny and Bruise where they were drinking beer. Oh, that's and, fun. Yeah, and podcasting and all that oh. kind of stuff. And uh, anyway, okay. they, they were talking about Elon Musk. Listen carefully and tell us what uh, this is. Vivek Ramaswamy talking about Elon Musk. Listen carefully. Tell us what the bleep. He's the closest thing I've met to a father in today's environment. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That was Benny at the end there. Wow. What do you think, Roberta? Um, 
Can I hear it one more time? Absolutely you can. Listen carefully. He's the closest thing I've met to a f***ing father in today's environment. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> that makes it. Uh, oh, shoot. Founding. Founding? Yeah. Like a founding. All right, let's take a listen and see what he said. He's the closest thing I've met to a founding father in today's environment. Wow. Yeah. Wow, look at that. You made it. All right. Good job, Roberta. You get a full point for that. All right. Thanks. This is a correct answer. All right. Uh, Scott, here we go. Back to you. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. This is Caroline Levitt. Do you know who Caroline Levitt is? Unfortunately. Oh. Oh, you don't oh. like Caroline? Oh, boo. Uh, all right. Well, Caroline Levitt was talking. Her voice hurts my ears. <laughs> oh, it does. I'm so sorry. All right. Caroline Levitt was uh, talking about the Donald Trump campaign on some show. I'm not really sure which one. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Her testimony yesterday proved that President Trump has been right about this case since the beginning. This is a sh case brought on by corrupt people. <laughs> well. Wow. What do you think, Scott? Uh, let me hear it one more time. Absolutely. Here we go. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Her testimony yesterday proved that President Trump has been right about this case since the beginning. This is a sh case brought on by corrupt people. <laughs> Sham. 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 S-H-A-M is your guess. Affirmative. All right, let's take a listen and see. <laughs> Her testimony yesterday proved that President Trump has been right about this case since the beginning. This is a sham case brought on by corrupt wow. people. Nicely done. Very nice good. Job. All right, Scott. You also get a full point. We are <laughs> we're all tied up one to one. All right, Roberta, are you ready all for right. the next one? I I'm ready. Here we go. This is Fanny Willis. She was on the uh, she was on the uh, witness stand testifying last week in what could be a um, it was a hearing for whether or not she should be disqualified from the case. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. OK. OK, here we go. We would have brutal arguments about the fact that I am your equal. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa. Whoa. Tell us. Tell us how you really feel. You want to hear that one one more time, Roberta? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, probably here it is. Listen carefully. We would have brutal arguments about the fact that I am your equal. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a... <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say... Gosh, uh, uh, I have no idea... Uh, uh, I'll go with confidant. I don't know. I have man, no idea. A man is not a plan. A man is a confidant. Yeah, there you go. All right. That's a good guess. Let's take a listen and see what she said. We would have brutal arguments about the fact that I am your equal. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. Oh, com uh, a companion. <laughs> Yeah, man is on a plan. A man is a, compa a companion. All right, Scott, here we go. This is for the win. Are you ready, buddy? Yes, sir. Listen carefully. This is Kaylee McEnany on Fox News. She was discussing this bogus list of the greatest presidents in the entire history of the country where Joe <laughs> Biden scored way too high for, I mean, he's, anything lower than last is too high. But anyway, listen carefully <laughs> and tell us what the bleep. Here we go. 
A new ranking, and I'm going to add, in my view, a highly questionable ranking of presidents, is turning heads after Biden came in higher than both Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan in his <laughs> dreams. <laughs> uh, Scott, would you like to hear that one more time? Yes, sir. All right, here it is. Listen carefully. A new ranking, and I'm going to add, in my view, a highly questionable ranking <laughs> of presidents, is turning heads after Biden came in higher than both Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan in his <laughs> dreams. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Scott? Wildest. Wildest dream. Let's take a listen and see what she said. A new ranking, and I'm going to add, in my view, a highly questionable ranking of presidents, is turning heads after Biden came in higher than both Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan in his wildest dreams. Look at that. Bravo. Nicely done. Incidentally, that was, one that, that, was the one that came out of Hannah's dirty mind. Uh, Scott, <laughs> that means you get another point. And with a score of two to one, fantastic news. You won, buddy. Good job. All right. Congratulations. Roberta, you did a heck of a great job. And uh, call back again sometime. We'd love to have you back. Thanks for being part of the Marque Show. Scott, you hang on. We are going to. Good stuff today. Good job. Yeah, it was a good stuff today. Good job to everybody. We appreciate you tuning in. And uh, and congrats. We're going to get a Marque Show prize back out to you. Don't go anywhere, folks. We got way. We are 30 minutes away, roughly, from Conspiracy Theory Thursday. And we've been getting some good ones lately. Uh, plus, we got more. We got more stuff we want to share with you here in just a minute. More Marque Show is on the way. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-940-MARK is our number. Oh, that's a good one. Like Marque, Marque, I'm mesmerized. Yeah. I should be working, but it's so far shirking. Marque, Marque, Adrian Brotherhood. You take the bad news and make it sound good. Marque, Marque, I put off my day. Can't work a lick until I get my fix. A dose of information or laughter. Helping me to understand. Each day at six minutes after. When the sensors don't shadow ban. Marquee, Marquee, you're a poke in the eye. To people who lie and make me want to cry. Marquee, Marquee, banner with Hannah. Three hours a day, it's American. Marquee, Marquee. Love your show like a game show host who knows the most. He talks about freedom, he talks about rights. Gives a good word, keeps up the good fight. Marquee, Marquee, go another round, making relevant points with a humorous sound. Marquee, Marquee, and honey voice Tanner, she keeps the mood light, she's a pure delight. Marquee, Marquee, I'm mesmerized. I should be working, but it's so fun shirking with the Marquee Show. I should be working, but it's so fun shirking with the Marquee Show. I should be working, but it's so fun shirking with the Marquee Show. I should be working, but it's so fun shirking with the Marquee Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. Thank you, Randy Brumley, for that one. 855-940-6275. Listen, uh, before we get to Conspiracy Theory Thursday, you know, the big the big primary this weekend, well, a lot of people think maybe the last significant primary is in South Carolina, where Nikki Haley will be, we believe, I mean, if all the polls are correct, and the polls have all been correct so far, uh, will be trounced by Donald Trump. Donald Trump will get all of the delegates, and Nikki Haley will, we, we would like to think, do 
do the gracious thing and bow out of the race, but it doesn't look like she's gonna. And it that appears to be a common fact because every person now in Donald Trump's camp, every mouthpiece who can find a camera and a microphone to talk into is jumping on top of Nikki Haley, including Fox News host Harris Faulkner, who's totally, totally sick and tired of talking to Nikki Haley, clearly, over this whole Nikki pick Nikki thing. Um, and so they're trying to make sure that if she loses, rather when she loses South Carolina, she goes home with whatever dignity she has left. We'll play you some of those clips here in just a minute. Plus, Conspiracy Theory Thursday is about 30 minutes away. Don't go anywhere. More Marque shows coming up. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is the Mark K Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Hannah, is your cell phone still working? Yeah, it's still working. Oh, okay, good. That's good. So maybe they got this whole thing. Maybe they got this whole thing figured out. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. I imagine we'll hear some conspiracy theories about the cell phone outage here in about thirty minutes or so when we kick off conspiracy theory Thursday. First, though, let's get back to Nikki Haley because again, this is a big this is a big weekend for Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley has. She's really going to have some hard decisions to make. Apparently, she's already made them. But, you know, when you're just out there spewing stuff to make yourself look tough and when you're actually spending someone else's money, it's two totally different scenarios. Um, Nikki Haley is going to be facing Donald Trump in the South Carolina primary this weekend. It's a primary that nobody believes she's going to win. It is her home state. And typically, as we've learned in the past, when you lose your home state, you have no chance of winning the general election. Even if you get all the delegates, which you probably have no chance of getting, um, you're not going to you're not going to be victorious in a general. The people in South Carolina don't want you when you were their governor. That's very telling to the rest of the nation. No matter how many Democrat donors she gets, no matter how many Democrats change their their voter registration to help her out in whatever county she needs to win, it's not going to be enough for Nikki Haley. It's not going to be enough for their for her campaign. And the longer she continues to stay in the race, the longer she, I would believe, destroys her political capital for the future. The law, and that's something that Ron DeSantis, look, Ron DeSantis learned a tough lesson. He realized that yes, he came in second in uh, he came in second in Iowa. But he dipped out of the race because he knew that was as high as he was ever going to get. And the more he lost, the more he had to lose. And the longer he stayed in the race, the less likely he would be able to live to race another day. And so now Ron DeSantis is back in Florida. He's governing. He's, you, don't, he don't, you don't turn on a Donald Trump rally and hear any negative things about Ron DeSantis anymore. No one's calling him meatball. No one's calling him pudding fingers. No one's calling him desanctimonious. No one's talking about anything negative about Ron DeSantis. And it frees him up to do what he does best, which is govern the state of Florida and attack big government. And he's got initiatives out there for term limits. And he's trying to do this, that, and the other. And it's exciting to see Ron DeSantis be Ron DeSantis again and not have to go up against somebody like Donald Trump. Nikki Haley has nothing. She has no place to go. She has no state to go back and govern. She's done being the governor. She's done being the uh, the ambassador to the United Nations. She has no nine to five job. So as long as there's money and as long as there's time on her hands, she could do. She could run for president. Gosh, for the entire year. Uh, it will, however, uh, drain her future political capital. And it's also a little annoying now to Donald Trump and his uh, captains on the ground and on the media in the media who are trying to get him propelled into the White House so that we can save this country. 
You know, it, it, it's clear and clear that Joe Biden will be the candidate. It's clear and clear that Joe Biden is a beatable candidate. And it's clear and clear that the Republicans need to unify, come together immediately and start taking down the Democrats so that they can make America great again. We had Laura Trump on the show earlier this week on Tuesday. She called in. And the first thing we asked her, well, the first thing we asked her was, could she get us some Donald Trump sneakers? She said, nah. Um, but one of the first things we asked her was, what are you going to do when you're the co-chair of the RNC? And she said, look, when I am the co-chair, if I am the co-chair of the RNC, whenever that election happens, here's my plan. We got little time to waste. We got lots of work to do. We can't run it the way it's been. We've got to change up our theory. We've got to get Scott Presser on the ground. We've got to do legal ballot harvesting. We've got to get folks at the polls. We've got to lawyer up like nobody's ever lawyered up before. That's the way we're going to win because we need Donald Trump to win in November if we are going to save the country. If he doesn't win, pack up your bags, head somewhere else because it's overville here in the United States of America. So she's planning on what to do when she gets uh, hold of the RNC. It would be nice if the rest of the party could rally behind him. Nikki Haley is keeping that from happening. And a lot of folks are, let's just say, miffed. At a town hall meeting earlier, uh, Fox News was interviewing a guy who'd been to both the Nikki Haley town hall and the Donald Trump town hall. He was an undecided voter until he attended both town halls, heard both the candidates speak, and here's what he told Fox News. I went to both the Nikki wow. Haley town hall and now the Donald Trump town hall, and I can safely say that I think I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. He can safely say, meaning he's going to vote for Donald Trump. So in her home state of South Carolina, Nikki Haley held a town hall rally with South Carolina voters who at one point elected her to office. And now they're thinking, you know what? I want the other guy. That's how bad it is for Nikki Haley. Doug Collins, former congressman from Georgia, was on, I believe, Fox Business, and he had very strong words for Nikki Haley. She's not a spoiler anymore. <laughs> she has become a Democrat talking point. She has now become a de facto uh spokesman for the Biden campaign, because everything she says attacking Donald Trump goes straight to the Biden campaign website. You can see it, and you're going to see it fall in the fall in Senate ads, governor ads, and presidential ads out of her mouth attacking Donald Trump. Her rationale for reasoning was that she was blown up into saying you're a new voice, somebody new in the party. But from early on, this has been over. The, par the race is over now. The only per person that I it used is. to think that she just wanted to get to South Carolina, it's not get to South Carolina anymore, is to attack Donald Trump. Mm. It almost is beginning to look personal. It's a great yeah. point. It almost is beginning to look personal, Doug Collins. It's if you know you're going to lose, if you know you've basically already lost, if you're going to lose your home state, why continue to fight? Why do damage to yourself? You're cutting off your nose to spite your face. And I think he hit the nail on the head. It's personal for her. She's angry that nobody has been voting for her. She's angry that the only delegate she got, or the only county that she won in Iowa, she won because the Democrats crossed the aisle and helped her out. She's angry because the only support she can get is from Democrat big money donors who, let's be honest, at this point are probably sick and tired of her too and are going to cut her off if they haven't already. She's angry because she wanted to be the anti-Trump and she just can't believe that there aren't other people out there who don't think that Donald Trump is the best choice for the Republican nomination. She can't believe that there aren't people out there that are listening to her and believe her. And instead of falling in line or dropping out of the race, I mean, you don't have to agree with Donald Trump. You don't have to support him. You don't have to vote him. Vote for him. But at least get out of the way so the party can begin to come together and rally around one candidate. Doug Collins is right. You're no longer a spoiler. You're a spoiled little brat. Harris Faulkner on Fox News almost said that to her. 
in two of I'm going to be honest with you, two of the <laughs> two of the biggest digs I've seen. You want to talk about somebody just getting slapped in the face verbally? Harris Faulkner had Nikki Haley on, and Nikki, listen to this back and forth right here. How do you win your first state? Okay, that right there. <laughs> hey, uh, all right, Governor, how do you win your first state? You're three states behind. You lost Iowa to Donald Trump. You lost New Hampshire to Donald Trump handily. You lost Nevada to none of these candidates. And now you're in South Carolina where you're behind. How do you win your first state? How do you win your first state? I mean, it's amazing to say I haven't won a state yet. You've only had three states that have voted. Well, it's not amazing. We Whoa. <laughs> it's amazing to think I haven't won a state yet, said Nikki Haley. Um, it's not amazing. That aired. It's pretty, it's not amazing at all. I mean, it's amazing to say I haven't won a state yet. <clears throat> You've only had three states that have voted. Well, it's not amazing. We need South to go Carolina's ahead and let winner take all. It, it is winner take all, not just in the delegates, but we think for the whole race. Harris Faulkner is dead on. It's not amazing that you haven't won a race. What's amazing is that you're still running a race. It's not amazing that you haven't won a state. What's amazing is that you think you're going to win a state, especially this next one coming up. When you lose to none of these candidates, I mean, who, I mean, again, who really is advising? You have to take a look at the people behind the person now. And if your money's coming from Democrats and your support's coming from Democrats and everybody's starting to see it, then they realize, you know what? Maybe this woman's not a Republican at all. Maybe she's a Democrat. Harris Faulkner also questioned her about Donald Trump's military experience and his ability to keep peace after she questioned Donald Trump's military experience and his ability to keep peace and the whole Putin connection. Us at 9-11. Ambassador, Let's I, I understand that you, that you take it that way and that that's what you heard. Um, and we'll have to see how all of this plays out. This president didn't have an invasion by Putin on his watch. The only one in recent presidents. So there is that to be said about. Oh, look at that. When you're talking about Donald Trump being able to keep the peace. Yeah, let's see. OK, so uh, Crimea was invaded by uh, Russia and really taken over during Obama's administration. So Obama didn't have the power and the spine and the backbone and the wherewithal to stop Vladimir Putin's invasion of Crimea. Donald Trump was president. Nothing happened. Joe Biden becomes president and uh, Vladimir Putin invades Ukraine. And uh, look at that. It's amazing. You're sandwiched between two weak leaders. And in both of those instances, when the Democrats were in control, there was an, uh, an invasion into Ukraine, an invasion into Crimea and an invasion into, um, you know, all these, you know, Belarus. And now you've got and now you have Donald Trump who had no invasions, literally none. No, it was the craziest time of peace we've ever had. ISIS was wiped out. Soleimani was uh, was killed. You know, Taiwan was safe for four years. Nobody really, there was no, there was no invasion in Israel like they saw on October the 7th at all. There was no, there was peace in the Middle East. There were peace accords being signed. Jared Kushner was working diligently with Donald Trump and, uh, and, you know, Israel and the UAE and all these other fantastic countries that had never, ever, ever even thought of signing any kind of peace agreement with Israel. And bam, there they were. Now, four years later, it is hell on earth. Gaza, uh, the, the Israel, Yemen, you've got the Houthis downing British ships. It's all because of Joe Biden. Every, every murdered Israeli, every dead uh, Palestinian, every person aboard every ship who drowns because of the Houthi attacks, all of that comes back to the weak leadership of the United States of America. And that is all blood on Joe Biden's hands. 
And Harris Faulkner wants to remind Nikki Haley of that. And if you're looking for somebody to set the world right again, if you're looking for somebody to right the ship and make sure that we have a strong presence nationally, that we have a strong presence internationally, that we have a border, that we have a military, that we have the fear of God in the eyes and the souls and the hearts uh, and the stomachs of our adversaries, and an economy that is bustling and rip-roaring and ready to go so that we can all have more money, all have more freedom, so that the country itself can be the richest in the world. We want to be able to be energy independent. We want to drill, baby, drill. And we want to be able to sell the excess energy to our allies so that they can stop buying from our adversaries so we can starve Russia and the Middle East and Venezuela instead of feeding them. It's the dumbest thing in the entire world. It's that, uh, what's that old, there's that old saying, the uh, old uh, Native American saying, uh, grandfather says there's two wolves, one is angry, one is, one is joyous, which one lives, and they say the one you feed. Well, we're feeding the angry wolf. His name is Vladimir Putin. We're giving him money for oil. We're feeding the angry wolf in the Middle East. I mean, this, is, this is what happens. We could be the joyous wolf producing oil and people could be feeding us. But Joe Biden doesn't want that because it doesn't personally benefit him. Donald Trump does because Donald Trump isn't looking to personally benefit from being president of the United States. Donald Trump is trying to create a United States of America where the rest of us can personally benefit for ourselves without the government stepping all over us and keeping us down. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Listen, we got to take a quick break. Uh, don't go anywhere. More Mark K shows coming up right after this. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, they kind of, this is kind of interesting. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of back and forth about what happened with this cell phone outage uh, earlier today. Cell phone outage hits AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile customers. Hannah didn't have cell phone service until right after the show began today. People had the SOS sign on their phone and anyone that, that uh, you know, has a phone knows if it's SOS, you can't actually even call 911, which is ironic. Um, NBC News reported that it was uh, mostly the AT&T outage that left people with Cricket and Boost Mobile and other things uh, all down. Um, the down detector located 71,000 reported outages nationwide, and people were wondering, why is this happening? Uh, why is it that we can't get our cell service? What's going on? And uh, it all appears, it appears like it may be back up. Um, but that wasn't the only one, because uh, we're learning now that there's also apparently a pharmaceutical attack, uh, which appears to be some kind of cyber attacks. Change Healthcare reported the issue due to a cyber attack, which is causing havoc for patients attempting to fill their prescriptions. Pharmacies all over the country are experiencing delays in prescription orders due to a cyber attack on one of the biggest healthcare technology companies in the nation. Change Healthcare first noticed the cybersecurity issue affecting its networks on Wednesday morning on the East Coast. It comes amid a major cell outage, which has affected millions of customers across the country, crippling 911 services and leaving customers without reception on the biggest networks. So now in the same day, we have an attack on our communications, we have an attack on our 911 emergency services network, and we have an attack on our pharmaceutical prescription uh, filling uh, companies and software. Again, it, uh, is it coordinated? We're not 100% sure, but you always have to really, and this is, I think, something that, that our country has stopped doing. You always have to, I believe, believe the worst. You always have to 
plan for the worst in the United States of America, especially in this day and age. When you have enemies who are as technologically advanced as China, when you have enemies who are as technologically advanced as Russia, when you have hackers and IT experts and bot makers and phishing scam operators and people in, in all, I mean, all over the Eastern Bloc that could infiltrate any of our networks at a given time and notice, I mean, we've seen it happen. There have been countless American companies who've been held hostage because of some kind of malware. And this is something that we should, should be first and foremost on our minds. This is something, I mean, if you want to look at another aspect of American society where we could use some cash infused, it's cybersecurity. If you want to look at another thing that the Department of Homeland Security should be focused on, in addition to the border, it's cybersecurity. But we've got major crippling outages on our cell phone network, and we've got pharmaceutical companies going down, and we've got 71,000 people unable to dial 911 should they need to dial 911. I mean, think about this. If there were an actual emergency, wouldn't you want to cut off access from people to be able to dial in case of an emergency? The idea of a test run definitely seems more and more palatable and understandable and probable when you think about it that way. Hey, we were able to shut down 71,000 people's access to the 911 number. Great. Let's shut down everybody's access to 911 and then attack. And then they won't be able to call the police or the ambulances or anyone else. And only those people that are prepared to defend themselves will be able to defend themselves. And oops, wouldn't you know it, a lot of folks won't be able to defend themselves because the government has taken away that God-given right. 855-940-MARK is our number. Listen, we'll get to some of your phone calls here in just a minute. Uh, conspiracy Theory Thursday is next. If you have a conspiracy theory you'd like to share, we need you to call in right now. Make sure you got a code name. We'll give you 30 seconds. Conspiracy Theory Thursday next on The Marquee Show. Where entertaining meets informative. This show makes the listener feel like it's my show. You make bad news sound good. Mark K for three hours a day. Loving it! This is The Marquee Show. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. I believe this is not a conspiracy theory because it just says Chris from Orlando, and that's a lame... That's a lame uh, code name, so let's just take that call. Chris, how you doing? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Is this a conspiracy theory, or is this just your name? It's a non-conspiracy theory. I was awesome. all over from yesterday. Uh, you were oh. talking about at the end of the show about the, the takers and the makers. Yes, I and Donald, Donald I, Trump is a, t is a maker, and Letitia James is a taker. I would love to see that on a T-shirt, something where there's the K that crosses over, and your, your likeness or marketing, merchandising, um, in that whole thing, because that defines the Republicans versus the Democrats, the conservatives versus the liberals, the Americans versus the communists. Yeah. And I think that's what we need. Yeah, the capitalists versus the communists. It's a great point. And um, or yeah. maybe we'll maybe we'll do some makers and takers gear. That's a great idea, Chris. Thanks so much for uh, thanks so much for sharing that. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening out there in Orlando. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-94. If you ever have a great idea for merchandise, by all means let us know. We are we are all ears.
We are all ears. 855-940-6275. All right, this is it, ladies and gentlemen. This is the time of the broadcast where we have dedicated to all of our conspiracy theorists. And there's a lot of them out there. There's more and more every single day. And your conspiracy theory today could turn out to just be a news headline tomorrow. That's why some people call them spoiler alerts. Um, if you would like to share your conspiracy theory, we'll give you 30 seconds to do so. You've got to keep it clean. Remember, we're on the radio. And also make sure you have a code name because the feds is listening always and we want to make sure that we don't give away your uh, personal information so they, they can track you down and you know the like january 6th to you 855-940 mark is our number hannah are we ready for conspiracy theory thursday yes here we go it's conspiracy theory thursday turn out the lights cover the windows put on your tinfoil hat and call the mark k show now 855-940 mark that is right, ladies and gentlemen, 855-940-MARK is our number, 855-940-6275. What happened to my camera? Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm, I'm stuck. That's a conspiracy in I think itself. I know what happened. I think you hit the cable when you threw my hat. Oh, no, did I? Yeah, Here, you let did. Me, let, me, let me go No, 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 don't touch anything else. You've already broken enough stuff today. All right, oh, <laughs> 855, maybe it's the solar flare that knocked should out I your not phone. Should I not disconnect and reconnect? No, I don't think that, that's, it's not going to, no, we'd have to restart the whole thing. Oh, no. Oh yeah, you threw the cell, you threw the tinfoil hat at my camera, and now I'm frozen in time. I'm so sorry. I feel like you know what? Just for that, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do this. Watch. Turn off mine. I'm gonna turn off your camera too. <laughs> Bye. Wait, I can't. I can't find your oh. camera. Where is it? Oh, there it is. All right, so long. Eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. All right, ladies, here we go. Here's how this is gonna work. We are going to uh, we're gonna give you thirty seconds, like I said, and uh, we're gonna start with whoever's first on the line. Looks like it's Garbage Man. Looks like Garbage Man is up first. Hi, Garbage Man. How you doing? I'm great. I tell you what, uh, these guys they really got me going. So it seems like. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Garbage man, wait, are you jumping right into your conspiracy theory before we've counted you in? No, I was actually going to make a joke, but it wasn't going to be that good, so I'll leave it be. Oh, no, all right. I'll, I'd love to hear a good joke. Yeah, well, this wouldn't have been a good joke. Oh, okay, all right, never mind. Sorry. All right, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. I thought you were jumping the gun a little bit. Uh, let's get you into your conspiracy theory. Do you have a good one? Uh, I got one. You got one. Okay. He's very low confidence with his jokes. Yeah, and his... I'm needing you to like hype it up here. <laughs> Either that, or he's like, you know, he's downplaying it. So then when he comes out, it's like you don't, you know, if you if you lower the bar, right? Like Joe Biden does this. He lowers the bar every day. So then when he comes out and he does like just an average job, everyone applauds. Yeah. That's probably why they're doing average all these. Average Joe. Probably why he's got all these gaffes right before the State of the Union address. <laughs> so when he comes out for the State of the Union, he just needs to give an average performance, and people will be on their feet. Yeah. Um, okay, garbage man. Here's the deal. We're going to give you 30 seconds to share your conspiracy theory. Are you ready? I'm ready. On your mark. Case show. Get set. Go. The way it seems to be working, everybody kind of recognized that it was Dementia Joe all along. And it wasn't so bright, but nobody was hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. Then the FBI, uh, through the DOJ, did their investigation, and it comes out that says he was faltering in the mind. Now, if everybody would leave it alone, he'd be running. But now even the liberals are starting to push, it's Dementia Joe, and that they need to replace him. Now, if they replace him, the person they replace him with could be a stronger candidate. But if everybody shut up, we'd be running against the moron, and it'd be a lot easier to get the election in the bag. Oh, I got... 
I like okay. All right. Hey, thanks. For, I like it. I think I didn't get the conspiracy aspect of it. No, I think that was just like good advice. I think it was just like what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, eight five five nine. I like it though. Thanks for the call. Eight five five nine four zero six two seven five. C squared is on the phone. Hi, C squared. How are you? Just fine. Oh, C squared. Are you calling with a conspiracy theory? Yes, I am. Great. We're going to give you thirty seconds on your mark. K show. Get set. Go. Let's discuss Trump's dumbest act. Forming Space Force. Space Force! Yes, it's incredibly cost prohibitive, and it could bomb us back into the Graham uh, Bell era of communications. Now, Biden didn't repeal it, which surprises me, but both of these men have seen the day one secrets folder. Now, Vladimir Putin wants to put a nuke in space, which is just a terrible idea. Okay. Not, what, th- not that was done. I'll be, oh, there's more. Okay, all right. Is there? A, <laughs> let me ask you a question, C squared. Is there a conspiracy theory in here, or is it just you griping? I got one more. I was just going to finish. Oh, okay. All right, you go ahead. Uh, to get behind who's uh, behind all this deception, I plan on intending the Biden estate sale and heading straight for the garage. I like it. I yeah. see that was okay. Good. That was good. The Graham Bell, Alexander Graham Bell era. 855-940-MARK <laughs> is our number. Angry Cat Lady, how are you? I'm fine, sir. Thank you. Oh, good. Angry Cat Lady, welcome to the program. Are you ready with a conspiracy theory? Roger that. Yes, I am, sir. Is it about earthquakes? No. Oh, okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> On your mark. K-Show. <laughs> she likes earthquakes. Uh, get set. Go. Okay. Here's what's going to happen. Oh, okay. You're going to watch North Korea. Okay. North Korea. North. I was in South Korea. Right. I know there were things going on, but listen to me closely, please. Mm. I'll make this fast. North Korea. Watch your back. Love you guys. Just be careful. Oh, that was your conspiracy That's theory? I, That's it? Is just watch North Korea? Well, the, what's going to happen here, I'll, I'll say something else real quick. They're going to take down your phone and your internet. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, that happened this morning already to Hannah. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We, I feel like we've been watching North Korea, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, for a very long time. Okay, guys, listen. I got a conspiracy theory. I got a warning for you. Ready? Iran. Watch Iran. <laughs> That's it. 855-940-MARK <laughs> is our number. This is interesting today. No Way Joe. How are you, No Way Joe? I'm doing great. Oh, good. Okay. How are you, Hannah? So good. So good. So good. Uh, no way, Joe, do you have a conspiracy theory for us? I do, but first, get the kids out of the room. What I'm about to tell you will put all of you on the FBI's terror domestic watch list. Oh, maybe we should. Use this warning at your own peril. Oh. Well, hold on. Maybe we should, prep. Maybe we should listen to that one first. Eight, five. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No way, Joe. Are you ready? I'm ready, sir. All right. And are your kids out of the room? Yeah. All right. On your mark. K-Show. Get set. Go. During the upcoming State of the Union, when President Biden says he needs four more years to finish the job, the job is to exhaust your bank account and max out your credit until there's no way other than to be completely reliant on the government handouts, at which point government will be seen by the people as their savior because meager government rations are far better than nothing at all. It's an old dictator's tactic handed down century after century since the beginning of man. Beat you within an inch of your life 
and then become the one to heal you, nurse you back to hell, then indoctrinate you as their slave, working your hands to the nubs while you eat crumbs and do their will, not yours, and listen to their laughter while they discuss how easy it was for so few to take control of so many and make them work to fund the rest of the world's economy. No wait, Joe. Not us, the American people. Very, no. very, that was very good. No way. I like that. that. Was very good. Is that like Stockholm syndrome kind of. I don't, I don't know. It was, no, it's, you know, that's how to take over an entire uh, citizen uh, civilization. Yeah. Yeah. Eight five five nine four zero mark is our number. This is. Hello, Dave. You're looking well. <laughs> what? Hello, Dave. You're looking well. Hello. This Hello, is, Mark. Hey. This is highly irregular. Absolutely, this uh, ring we're getting is highly irregular. All the liberal tears and the millennials crying. Are you uh, ready with your conspiracy theory? Hello, Dave. You're looking well. I am ready. On your mark. K show. Get set. Go. Okay, and Joe Biden is going to or has gone to California to soak up money from the actors and rich liberals in the West Coast that are left there. We are realizing that Ben Hur did not choose to prosecute Joe Biden because he is an actor. You can't prosecute an actor for playing the part. It's not just some old dim-witted old guy or else Jack Kevorkian would have never been you know, was found guilty. So the true reason Joe Biden is acting this way is because it's James Woods playing his part. <laughs> you can't prosecute an actor. Tell that to Alec Baldwin because... Anyway, um, uh, that's true. <laughs> hello, Dave. You're looking well. Thanks so much. That was a very good one. Hannah's never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey, by the way. Yeah, 855-940-MARK is our number. Add that to the list. 855-940-6275. We have to take a quick break. These are great so far. We're going to line up a whole bunch more of your conspiracy theories for Conspiracy Theory Thursday, which continues right after this. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-940-MARK is our number. 855-940-6275. We have a boatload of conspiracy theories we got to get to, so we're going to dive right back into the fray. Yes Man is on the line. Hello, Yes Man. Man, how are you? Yes, man. Hello. Mm, they got him. Um, <laughs> Hello. Uh, Painted Squirrel, are you there? Yes, I am. Oh, Painted Squirrel, how you doing today? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. Are you calling with a conspiracy theory, Painted Squirrel? Well, uh, yeah, uh, kind of, sorta. Well, oh, okay, <laughs> kind of, sorta. All right, kind of, sorta. It's it's actually been proven. Just won't nobody uh, pay attention to it. All right. All right. That's fine. That? Uh, that's fine. That's okay. uh, well, fine. We've, yeah. we've come this far. We might as well keep going. <laughs> yeah, might as well keep going with you it. Got, you got 30 <laughs> seconds, Painted Squirrel. On your mark. K-Show. Get set. Go. All right. Only about two months after Joe Biden got sworn in to being president, there was, he was speaking at an event the first time, and an reporter asked him what was his legacy on the beat. And he said, my legacy will be bringing America to the new world order. So you think about that, and you put it to that all his administration, everything that he's done, trying to flip America over to the new world order. It makes sense. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're right. I think it, that actually has been proven. But that was very well explained, Peyton Squirrel. I appreciate it. 855-940-MARK is our number. This is Whitefoot. Hello, Whitefoot. How are you? Oh, fine. How are you doing? Oh, doing great, Whitefoot. Are you ready with your conspiracy theory? 
Yeah, I got a short but sweet one. Oh. Well, hopefully it's not shorter than 30 seconds. On your mark. Okay, show. Get set. Go. The greatest conspiracy is a conspiracy to silence conspiracy theorists. That's it. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. You know, a little bit more effort. Yeah. We're looking for a little bit more effort. 855-940-MARK. Liberal facts. How are you, liberal facts? Liberal facts. F-A-C-T-S. That's yeah. right. right. Liberal facts. Literally. Yeah, because you know. Liberal liberals, facts. Well, we liberals prefer facts over truth. Oh, okay. Know? Oh, yeah. All right, liberal. <laughs> all right, liberal facts. <laughs> are you ready with your conspiracy theory? I am. On your mark. K-Show. Get set. Go. Okay, you know how Bill Gates has produced meat from just embryos, and they're producing meat from human flesh, and they're producing meat from human waste. Ew. So the theory is that every once in a while when President Joe Biden starts stumbling and tripping, they have to throw one of his old diapers into the vat and grow a new Joe Biden. <laughs> just to fill in the time so that he will not he'll be look like a good president yeah, yeah. no way we, <laughs> okay that was uh -huh. weird that was weird 855 <laughs> mark is our number this is Nurse Ratchet. hi Nurse Ratchet. how are you hey Mark hey Hannah how are you guys good oh we're doing great Nurse. we had a lot of 70s movie references today that's exciting uh, Nurse Ratchet, are you ready with your conspiracy theory today I am. On your mark. Hey, so show. Get set. Yep. Go. Okay, so the first part is not really a theory. It's they're um, vaccinating people, healthcare officials in uh, Denver, Colorado. So I called my friend who's a nurse out there, and it's absolutely true. They're vaccinating them against Ebola. So the conspiracy theory is... That's going to be our next pandemic. Ebola. Uh, any more time? So, uh, they have a lab. Hold on. No, that was good. Your, your conspiracy is our next pandemic is going to be Ebola. Well, there's no reason. Um, I'm in the healthcare field. Yeah. Ebola is not native to our country. So they've opened up a gain-of-function research lab in Colorado Springs, mm. which is right down the street from Denver. Got it. So, and they are vaccinating. I got it verified. So that's my theory. Is that's going to be the next thing they're coming? Ebola. All right. That makes sense. that's it. Hey, thanks so much for the inside scoop, Nurse Ratchet. Eight five five nine four zero. Mark is our number. We got some time. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go to Euro. Hi, Euro. How are you? Euro. Gyro. Is, are you going with Gyro or Euro? Gyro's here. Oh, Gyro. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right, Gyro. How are you? Some people pronounce it Euro. But that's all right. They're doing fine. Yeah. Belated uh, happy, val happy, happy Valentine's Day to you and Hannah. Oh, that's Aww. very that's very sweet, Gyro. Uh, we're going to give you, yeah. and to you as well, we're going to give you 30 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? I'm ready. On your mark. K-Show. Get set. Go. Today's uh, phone outage and that national security threat last week were predicted 50 years ago by Pogo, the Pogo cartoon. And he said, we have met the enemy and he is us. That's it. Oh. Hey, thanks so much for calling me. If you'd said the Simpsons, maybe that would be believable. <laughs> 855, they predict everything. Destiny. 
Destiny? Hey there, guys. Hey. Uh, oh, good. Wait, wait, don't say. Destiny, you only have 30 seconds. Are you ready? I'm ready. On your mark. Hey, show. Get set, go. I think we are destined for something like what's happened today to happen in November. There'll be some hacks in states where all of a sudden we need people to mail in votes, drop boxes, and bring votes to drop boxes because the computer systems will be hacked and troubled and not trustworthy. So this will be the best way to count votes, and it'll delay the vote count, which is what happened four years ago. Mm, Destiny, great conspiracy theory to wrap it up with. Thanks so much, Revan, who joined us. Don't forget, we'll be back tomorrow at noon Eastern Woo. with another edition of The Mark K Show. See ya. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.